So, you know how uh, they did that anti-smoking wrestling thing this week? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you watch Raw or SmackDown, there's, like, that anti-smoking commercial where yeah. Seth Rollins is like, yeah, I worked with this guy. Uh, he he was he had a lot of promise, and now he's meh. Yeah, oh, yeah, that carny piece of shit on the indies. Yeah. Little lungs. Little lungs. Oh, little lungs. Oh, you know, little lungs was an indie god. Like, okay, I mean, but he's from the old school, right? Like, yeah. Dude, dude was gonna be hot shit back in like the fallen angel days and like reckless youth, but then he's just started smoking and everyone's real sad about it. And these PSAs beat you over the head with that idea. But you know, like he stunted his growth and Little Lung's career was very breathtaking. Oh, God damn it, you piece of shit. Um, I guess you could say that that joke really sucked the wind out of the room. I'd say this bit is full of hot air. Uh, uh, but I, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Oh? His return to Ring of Honor really breathed, breathed new life into his career. <laughs> I guess you could say it was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> now I want to go smoke myself to death. <laughs> hey, just don't suffocate. That's not even a pun. Oh. I mean, I was just telling you not to do that. Suffocating succotash, sung. You're just a... I I could never do Roman Reigns' job. Huh? What, be the worst at everything? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like these boys from Fight Forever anymore. Let's just start the show. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Fight Forever. It's a sh- show about wrestling. Hello. Um, I'm Zach. And, and I am Dave Meltzer. You could never be <laughs> the big dog, Dave Meltz. <laughs> this is my yard. This is, <laughs> uh, uh, this is my yard, but, you know, things change. Uh, okay. we, we just have to wait and see. Okay, okay. I have to stop everything and just bitch for a minute. You, you have to stop everything and introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Colin. I'm Zach and he's Colin. Go ahead. And this is Fight Forever. We talk it's Fight Forever. Wrestling. We talk about it's a show about wrestling. So, I just, I, I, I gotta just immediately start. Yes. I'm just gonna jump in this and just say, you know what's fucking dumb, Zach? What's fucking dumb, Colin? The entire feud uh, that's gonna be The Undertaker's last match. We don't know that. We're pretty sure. His last match is with Roman Reigns, and the feud is based over whose yard is it? Who's the doggiest dog? <laughs> Who's the biggest dog? Who's the big... Uh, sir, neither of y'all are dogs. Y'all are both human men. <laughs> and that's... It's not a yard. It's, There's no yards. It's a, it's a very weird metaphor you boys have settled on. It's an arena with it, a ring. It's a series of arenas across the world. It's a wrestling promotion. You're both contracted talent. You're both uh, allegedly independent contractors. But whose yard is it? It's probably... What? It's not going to be Taker's last thing. 
listen, because he's at a certain point, we have to accept the man is actually a zombie. No, it's going to be Taker's last thing. His bones are going to explode. No, no. Listen, listen. Colin, why do you think Vince McMahon is working all these life preservation techniques? Yeah, again, again, Canoptic Jar, the souls of his talent inside the crystal at the end of his staff. Because he needs Undertaker for to pop them WrestleMania bias for the next hundred years. <laughs> when the dead man is literally a dead man, then, then we'll have a streak all over again. Ugh. Just... The, let's, let's just do what you say to do and just make it all tag match and it'll be okay, Mr. Teddy Long. <laughs> Look, if you put everyone in a tag match, that means mm, Roman Reigns has to wrestle an approximate point mm, zero zero seven five amount of the show, the amount of the time we're going to spend watching. He's just a nice little hot tag. Hi, hot tag. And that's then it'll be great. That's what we loved him for. And what a nice hot tag he is. He's a very handsome boy. All right, look, what are we talking about this week? Uh, so right now we need to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk um, about SmackDown. Um, we have a brief note about NXT. And um, I'm going to level with you folks. We're two weeks uh, to WrestleMania, uh, which is the worst fucking time. Like, this is yep. the, the pits. Because we know, we know what's going to happen. They have set it up. We know what's going to. So we just have to wait for it to happen in mm, two weeks. So this is a fucking... There's nothing going on on television. Killing time. So we are going to be killing time with our first ten count countdown. I don't have a name for this segment. Yeah. I know that I said last week they were going to do a retro review, but... Yeah, we're doing we'll, this instead. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do this we'll instead. Do, we'll, Fuck you. We'll, None of you are listening anyway. We'll get to retro reviews sometime. Maybe as yeah. bonus content for supporting our Patreon. Like, comment, subscribe if you want to start a bonus content Patreon. Like, comment, subscribe. and uh, Twitter.com slash fight forever pod. Kill your dad if you like this podcast. Find us on iTunes. Raw sucked. It really, really sucked. It was fine. Uh, most people said it sucked. Well, yeah, but we're not most people. Raw was okay. Colin, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to talk about on Raw that wasn't McFoley? That wasn't McFoley? That was not McFoley. Um, Sami Zayn and Joe had a good match. Um, yeah, this is like their third one in the last uh, month. Bailey and Nia had a not good match. Uh, Nia um, is now in the match for WrestleMania, which, again, we kind of uh, spoiled. We already talked about Roman and Taker. Roman um, and Taker. Uh, the tag teams are on Raw are doing their thing. This is not our card rundown. You'll see the WrestleMania card rundown next week. Um... And, uh, yeah, no, that was pretty much it on Raw, wasn't it? There, there was a couple of Goldberg so, packages. Well, Goldberg. Oh, yeah, uh, Charlotte, uh, Dana Brooke. Um, Dana Brooke's doing flippy-doos. That's nice. Yeah, so, Dana Brooke's kind of going to start being her own thing right up until so Emma comes back. Dana Brooke for months has been Charlotte's mini-me. Yep. Because uh, uh, for some reason they just really love the Austin Powers thing. Um, so Well... I mean, he is he is a uh, the world's swingingest spy baby. He's got plenty of mojo. I'm I'm just waiting for the angle when they finally reveal that Dana Brooke was hornswoggled this entire time. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Do I make you horny? Yep. <laughs> did did Vern Troyer and Hornswoggle ever do anything together? I'm pretty sure that's racist. Is is it racist? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 
uh, Dana Brooke is no longer Charlotte's mini-me. Dana Brooke is now kind of in a holding pattern until Emma comes back. And then maybe yes. they'll put them together. I don't know. I mean, that theme music sounds an awful lot like Emma's theme. Uh, boop, boop, boop. What's that? Hold on, Colin. Boop, 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 boop. It's the Emma watch. Emma watch. Oh, oh yes, yes, boop, yes. Boop, boop. Um, so, search party for Emma. Have, have have you anything to report? Uh, no. Uh, but I have bad news. In fact, I do have something to report. It's actually oh. worse. Uh, Emma is still missing, missing at large, and also, um, she's missing most of her gloves. <gasps> she has gloves that cover to her fingers and just past her knuckles, and then that's the end of them. It's very strange. Oh, boop boop boop. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting reports of another thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wasn't. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what I was gonna say for that one. I was hoping you were gonna cover for me. Oh, boop, boop, boop. oh shit! There's a third one. <laughs> Hit it. What's it got to say, Mr. President? Mr. I've, President, I've I've officially confirmed that Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal will not happen. Oh, good. Really? <laughs> Took you this long, huh? <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> this isn't the Emma alarm anymore. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, wait. So hold on. Hold on. That was actually an Amber Alert. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, that one. Um, but in, in for but for serious folks. I've got. I've. 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 Mr. President. Mr. Yeah. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yes. <laughs> um, this segment's running on lawn. Can we? Can we? Can we please stop? Can we move on? Can we please move on? Permission granted. Boop. <laughs> uh, uh, those boys are really indulgent today. They're getting kind of up their own ass. I love it. I love it. I love men up their own asses. Uh, <laughs> oh, Vince. Gary Stridum. Have I ever? Have I ever shown you that? What? <laughs> <laughs> have I never shown you, Gary? You know, the the clip where Vince is freaking out and there's that crazy muscled bodybuilder. <laughs> oh, you know the one. You know the one. <laughs> you think, you think, you people think we're doing an impression. He actually said all of these things. <laughs> um... Actually, there, there there is something I want to talk about involving Vince. Um, um, but I, I I don't know if we should save it for later. Uh, let's save it for later because we need to get this part in before we get to yes, Mick yes. Let's, let's what? Uh, Rollins versus H is confirmed. Oh yeah, in so, a in a unsanctioned. Why do you have to sign a contract to get an unsanctioned match? Well, they have to get all the insurance adjusters into the ring. Oh, okay. And, well, uh, that's good because. They were already at WWE for the Randy Orton business. Yes. They've already got the guys on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm going to need you to sign here. And here. Okay. Okay. Yep. And here. Yes. Yes. Mm. And here. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Sister Abigail says, this is, uh, I don't, I'm not a homeowner. I rent. I don't know what I'd say here. Something Follow about the buzzards. Marital status. Um, <laughs> It's complicated. <laughs> oh, legally separated. <laughs> but spiritually, um, 
is complicated. <laughs> Widower. Widower. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing her ashes right now. What does that count? <laughs> um, um, uh, divorced is fine. <laughs> divorced is fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, le- se- legally separated? Mm. I don't know. I mean, they're already going to get those insurance agents for the... Uh, for when Taker's bones explode. So. Okay. Taker's... They're going to rebuild Taker as a zombie robot. I'm telling you. They this is they can't get rid of him. He's too valuable. And then he'll do the Terminator angle. Bleh, I never asked for this. <laughs> Dear God, you put me out of my misery. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't no. die. Too bad. <laughs> That's too bad. Undertaker versus Robo Vince <laughs> WrestleMania 45. I love it. <laughs> WrestleMania 90. Robo Taker versus Robo Reigns. <laughs> Beetle Boot, believe that. <laughs> Beat Boop. Beat Boop. According to my calculations, <laughs> this is my yard. Wolf, wolf, I am big dog. <laughs> 10, I'm not a bad guy. 20, I'm not a good guy. 30, go to 10. <laughs> um, so Mick Foley left Raw finally this week. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, And it's sort of weird because we wanted him to like the man has needed to not be on the road working for like honestly something like four months now like his you want to talk about people's bones exploding like i'm pretty sure his hip needed to be replaced like last year have just watching him walk looks painful it's pretty bad but you know what's weird even when like this is long overdue and i wanted this to happen already it's still sort of emotional even though it's like completely bullshit and he will be back at some point you know what i mean like it pulled in dad and like yeah and, it, and so our it, dad was watching with us yeah and he's like oh, i've read a mcfoley book <laughs> I've, I've i've read things about mcfoley have yeah um, so it was yeah, and so he's like you know we were watching and he's actually like oh this is actually like kind of a nice little scene except uh, the you know of course you you know he had to point out the fact that just off camera was Triple H and totally within Mick Foley's sight lines the whole t- yeah, yeah well okay look listen I understand you fucking theater majors and you're like eh very I mean it has to, to make sense stage direction no it fucking doesn't because wrestling doesn't make sense. <sighs> You just have to accept some things. If it doesn't exist on my screen, it doesn't exist. And why did the last person to say goodbye have to be Bailey? Like, why couldn't it have... Like, wouldn't it have made more sense for Sammy? Bailey or Sammy. Like, Sammy was the first one. Yeah. I would have done that the other way around. Well, I don't know. They like Bailey more. Bailey's more important than Sammy is. Well, and Bailey's going to be the next John Cena. Do, 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 do. I mean, hug, 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 hug. I don't know. You can't see hugs. You can't hug me. You can't touch me. I didn't. That's not invited. <laughs> you can't hug me. I, have, I haven't consented. I did not consent to that. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Um, but yeah, old, old Mick. Wait, old hold Mick on. Boy. John Cena was word life, and Bailey is hug life. Therefore, she's the doctor of hugonomics. Oh my god, that's a new t-shirt. <laughs> that is a new t-shirt. Call it, call it, call it. <laughs> Illuminati, Illuminati, hugonomics. Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> hugonomics, hugonomics. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I'm shitting myself. I have, I've, excuse me, folks. Colin, you'll have to cover the podcast. Uh, so, um, now that we're alone together, um, I just want to kind of lean in here and talk to my audience and I really connect to you guys. So, uh, how's, how's things? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So, uh, I, I really like it when you wear your hair like that. You know, oh, you smell so good. You know, uh, sometimes I like to just get in real close and just kind of whisper sweet nothings into your ear. And, you know, maybe sometimes kill your dad! Was there anything else wrong we needed to talk about? Uh, this, this nonsense bullshit's gone on <laughs> too long. Just like Raw. Just like Raw. Just like Bart. You know, we, we pretty much did a great overview of Raw, and, you know, very quickly. Um, well, fucking, you want to beat one off while you're congratulating yourself? Maybe. Hold on. I, I have been this whole time. Oh, you. Gross. <laughs> Ew, you're, get off my couch, buddy. Um. Bojo. No, that's about it. I mean, Robert it's... Robert Wade, he, he, he speared the Undertaker. Oh, that also happened. Yeah, oh, no, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, the, I, I, I've been working on that technique, how uh, <laughs> the guy... Uh, yeah, pinching your face does it really good. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's kind of strange how that makes a jolly thing. Why am I working on my voiceover reel for this podcast? <laughs> uh, because you started it so you could work on your voiceover reel? Don't act Probably. like Probably. That's exactly it. Boy, these these boys are r- really pulling the curtain back this week. <laughs> <laughs> these boys are really being transparent on this one. Talking about their dad and shit. I like it. It's great. <laughs> I'm done. There's nothing. It's it's two weeks to mania. They we are they have to continue hyping things that we we knew weeks ago were gonna happen. So I mean that's about it. Okay. So uh yeah, that's wrong. Smackdown! Da 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 da! Smackdown, smack, smackdown, smack, 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 smackdown. Hey there, player. It's Smackdown. You're facing the Undertaker because I'm Teddy Long. That joke almost worked. Hey, player. This week you're going to be facing Seamus. I don't know why my Teddy Long just basically sounds like Hank Hill. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. You gotta face the Undertaker. I see, I can't do it. Damn it, Bobby. This week you're gonna face the Undertaker. Another good, solid Texas boy. I think think (laughs) Hank Hill would approve. Damn it.
Damn it, Peggy. <laughs> You're going to have to fight Alexa Bliss for the title. Anyway. Um, the Boggle World Championship. Boggle? Boggle. <laughs> what happened on SmackDown? That's what we're talking okay. about. So uh, give, give give us a, uh, a two-minute uh, overview of SmackDown, Zachary. Um, in no particular order, uh, AJ Styles um, failed to uh, ambush... Um, Shane McMahon in the parking lot again. And that was pretty hilarious because he just came out and he's like, you know what? Randy Orton commits a lot of crimes and goes to WrestleMania. I commit a crime. I go to WrestleMania. You know what? This feels pretty good. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to beat up <laughs> Shane McMahon. I'm going to build a civilization built on anarchy and flat earth. He is a libertarian. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, Listen, I'm not a flat earther. I'm dude, just a man who dude, wants to create dude. a system of anarchy Without the gay community. And government intervention. Dude, what? Flat Earth is really having a moment. Dude, didn't um didn't Shaq actually come out and join the Flat Earth? Some society? fucking turbo nerd in NFL or something did. But then also Shaquille O'Neal. So yeah, I guess wrestlers are absolutely behind it. I don't understand. See, and that would have been a great thing for Big Show and Shaq to feud off of. What, and then the, Neil deGrasse Tyson comes in and interferes. Like, oh my God! It's Neil deGrasse Tyson with the with the globe. Well, it's Neil deGrasse. Dun, 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 dun. It's a Neil no, Neil no, deGrasse no, no, tonight, no. y'all. We've already established what Neil deGrasse is. What theme song is? He'd have what? to come into Enzo and Cass. <laughs> yeah, he's this. He's a uh, bottom boom, smartest man in the room. <laughs> that was episode five, I think. Yes, it was. Maybe four, six, possibly. And this right here, this is, is Neil, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. <laughs> and he's smart as hell. <laughs> and, and, he's <laughs> and he knows a lot about space, and you can't teach that. <laughs> Bada boom, bada bing. Smartest guys in the room. Okay. How you doing? All right, Colin. What? Neil deGrasse uh, versus uh, Bill Nye in a Falls Count Anywhere match. <laughs> <laughs> in a Falls County River match. In a Falls County River match? <laughs> Where, who, get, who, who do you put over and why? Um, and how? Oh, God, it's got to be Neil. Really? Yes. What's Neil's gimmick? What are their gimmicks besides? Neil's just a stouter man. Okay, he's a st yeah, but you don't think like uh, Bill's seen it before? He's a he's yeah. a ring general. Listen, Neil deGrasse is a smart guy. Don't get me wrong, but fucking Bill had to wrestle kids. I'm pretty sure he had to deal with kids. He never had to fight children. He had to handle kids. He had to manhandle children on his television show. I'm pretty sure. He's cagey. He's smart, but he's like street smarts, and he's also book smarts. He's the perfect package. He's a triple threat. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, and he can also teach. I'm just saying. Um. Okay, so Neil deGrasse Tyson still wins. Um. Because, uh, because of disqualification. Okay, does he do it? Or does Bill Nye do it? So trick question: Beekman and the giant rat come in and ambush them both. Who? Well, I was about to say who wrote um who wrote Prometheus? Uh, 
Wasn't that Christopher so- Nolan's brother? Socrates? No. Socrates. No, the... The Greeks? No, the fucking movie that Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, fucking panned. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and Ridley Scott, probably. Yes. And, and yeah, the, the Ridley Scott's gonna come out and interfere. I liked my Beekman's world joke better. Yeah, no, that was that, that was funnier. And you yell at me for taking bits on too long. Ooh, anyway, what else happened on SmackDown? <laughs> um, um, so we got word, not officially, but we have word that Naomi might be back uh, from injury. Uh, in that wasn't from, on the show. No, but that's uh, but they no, but they keep. I just said it wasn't on the show. But listen, they keep talking about this Alexa Bliss as like, oh, you could face any active women, and then Naomi will come back and she might win at WrestleMania. But speaking of Naomi, you know who actually did win a title at not WrestleMania? Whom? It was uh her hub hub, and her brother in law Dos Usos, Jimmy and Jay, won the title finally. That's awesome. Yay. We really like these Usos because they're great heels. Um, and if you and watch even Talkies, better faces. Yeah, if you watch Talkies Mag, they're even better faces. I don't know why they weren't just those guys the whole time. But it was a fucking killer match, dude. And we gave them so much shit when they were the main event, what, last week? And it kind of was a drag? Um, yep. Yeah, and they fucking killed it. Well, probably like, because they were saving it for this week. Probably. This was good. St- this was not a WWE tag match. This yeah. was like almost a New Japan tag match. No, really. Like, this is the best that the Usos and American Alpha have looked in basically this whole time. The entirety of WWE's tag team matches. Also. Boop, boop, boop. Wait, I thought that alarm only is on Raw. Huh? It's, it's a tag team alarm. Tag team alarm. Uh, <laughs> we saw Slater and Rhino again. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, the, the the Amber Alert on Heath Slater and Rhino that I never established on the show. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to keep recycling gimmicks. Like, it's already... like it. I mean, it's already bad enough that we reused it for Emma, like, this soon. Do... Do they... Do they want me to actually like Shane versus AJ Styles? Uh, I think they do, but uh, I don't know if people really do. I mean, they're I, trying. I actually... God kinda, love them. I... I, I I thought I was going to hate it, but I kind of like it. Well, I told you, AJ's really good. AJ knows how to make, it, like, just the most steaming, rotten pile of garbage great. And I love this man, even if he's a libertarian, homophobic, uh, flat-earther piece of shit. Okay, listen, that's going too far. We don't actually know that he's libertarian. <laughs> uh, also... He's had plenty of uh, plenty of uh, practice putting uh, good matches on with piles of shit. Uh, you didn't see his run against Jared in TNA. Oh, oh, that's one for my old school TNA fans. Yeah, hey, hey oh, that company's awful. Yeah, he's back in charge of it. Uh, I can't believe that they let the Hardys go, but the Hardys are coming to WWE, by the way. Probably. 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 Are Actually, they gonna... uh, they they straight up confirmed it is not a matter of if, it is when. No, it's a matter of when, and it's a matter of are they going to bother to do the broken gimmick, or are they just going to, like... WWE, it's pretty much Meltzer and everybody has said, like, they're really scared about that because they don't want to get into a legal dispute. They could just pay it for TNA. The one thing they need now is money. 
Um, or they could just change it instead to broken, just changed it to... Uh, busted. Uh, yeah, yeah, or I don't the know. The fractured Matt Hardys. Yeah, the fractured Hardys. Cracked Hardys. Crack.com. Instead of Brother Cracked.com Cracked. so, sponsors the Hardys for their WWE run. You know Everybody wants it so bad, and we'll give them Sister Abigail, and it's going to be one of Jeff Hardy's alter egos. So it's like Itchweed's sister? Yes. <laughs> um, um, but no, uh, AJ Styles versus Shane kind of picked up a little bit this week because Styles is good, Shane is willing, and he almost managed to elbow drop him from the turnbuckle to the press table. Yes. I mean, they, they, they had the camera in the right spot, so you couldn't see that he actually didn't contact him at all whatsoever. But, uh, you know, he jumped, so good for, good for you. Good job, mister. I'm, you're not actually an active wrestler, but still insist on performing. Or, Yay. So good job. So, I mean, a few other things. I totally missed the Becky Lynch. What, what happened? Do you know what happened? No. Oh. <laughs> nope. Sorry, I missed it too. I mean, who cares? Um, uh, I mean, you're just being shitty. I was too busy uh, watching fucking uh, Southpaw. We'll get to Southpaw. We'll get to Southpaw. Um, oh yeah. Well, the the other thing that happened on SmackDown. Um, the Miz and Maurice were. Oh yeah, those segments. Oh, and also, so did the Fashion Boys. They also cosplayed. <laughs> this was a very cosplay-heavy episode of... Copyright of Stephen Larson. Yeah, sorry. We love you guys. <laughs> um, this is a very cosplay-heavy episode, because um, the gimmick is um, John Cena and Nikki are wrestling Miz and Maurice at Cena... Or Cena. At Cena-mania. <laughs> at Cena-mania! At WrestleMania. So um, everyone is dressing up like John Cena and or Nikki Bella. And just making fun of that weird, weird relationship those two have. And it's actually pretty okay. Yeah. Like, uh, a lot of the writing on these faux Bellas total... These faux Totabella total... Hold on. These faux Portobello sandwich e true Hollywood story segments. Sorry, I was having an aphasia there for a moment. These I, fake... Uh, <laughs> these fake Totabella segment... I <laughs> Shit! I don't know if you're stroking out or I am. <laughs> or the audience. Listen, they made fake segments that the Bellas have on their E! show. Okay, you know what? You're done. You are done. <laughs> Take five. Take five. You're out. <laughs> you're fired. Those segments are actually pretty good because um, they're a little corny. They're a little hammy, but I, I, it's fucking wrestling. What am I doing expecting anything? Yeah, but it was no. pretty funny. They they had no problem making fun of like all of John Cena's weird house rules and made fun of the fact well, he's a sad loner and uh, <laughs> they're playing up this Nikki's just sleeping with him to get ahead in her career and that's not PG. I mean, wow. Yeah, I know. And and when <laughs> they showed that uh, uncensored blowjob. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean that was th fucking. This is a hard backpedal. Hard, hard R. <laughs> I mean, okay, but really though, they like more intense than the really. They were like, they, they have not been this leery about a woman's chest since, oh, I don't know, fuck the Spike, the Spike TV days yeah. since the mid aughts in that awful hangover nineties, nineties hangover of that awful oh, awful time. Jesus, yeah, we we're just we we're in that trying to get out of the attitude era. 
um, and be maybe a little less miserable and misogynistic and garbage TV. But uh, there are a lot of ladies with big titties, so I don't know. That's, I guess, a plus to somebody. Yeah. Oh, it's both of I us. Mean, both of us. Who, wh- who was it that was on uh, television, and I just kind of thought, like, is that... Is that her real fake breasts or her fake fake breasts? Well, it was. I mean, it was, it was Maurice. Maurice the first time, and then it was a uh, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze, who was also cosplaying as Nikki Bella for the match that, was that the Fashion Police had against them. Was 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 that Tyler Breeze. Breeze's real fake tits or his fake fake tits? Um, and then I got really confused when Nikki Bella came out, and I'm like, Colin, were those are those her real fake tits or her fake fake tits? Is that the real fake Nikki Bella or the fake fake? How could there Bella? be two Nikki Bellas? How can there be three Nikki Bellas? There were three Nikki. Well, shit. Wow. Okay. Now they need a women's trios title. Yep. Ugh. So SmackDown was sort of okay too. I mean, for being for being a useless filler show like Raw was, SmackDown actually kind of had some okay stuff. You know, this is uh, this is one of those like, th- even though like on paper this sounds like the worst, most garbage TV ever. Um, I I, I guess I'm wondering, Zach. Um, huh. In, in in recent discussions, it's been uh, Raw is falling in the ratings. Like yeah. after hour two. Uh, they talk about how Raw this week fell by like 300,000 viewers. That's not a small number. That's a big and number. SmackDown over the course of the show like actually gained viewers. Yep. Um, so SmackDown ratings are climbing and Raw ratings are falling and they think that it's because of the amount of time. And, and for some reason, instead of saying, hey, we should just cut Raw down an hour, uh, the discussion has been, do you think that SmackDown should go three hours? Well, okay, so whatever. Let's get let's talk business for two seconds. Uh, let's get the, down to brass. The, let's be Vince. Uh, let's be Vincey Poo. I'm gonna put leaves inside of a girl. That's a real deep oh, Vince cut. Shit. <laughs> that I that was that that was not a joke. That actually happened. You can go. You can go look that. You can look that gem up yourself. Okay. Um, so the reason Raw went to three hours, it was um, two hours for many, 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 many years, and they added th- a third hour. Oh, God. How long? What, two years ago? Three years ago? A million years yeah. ago? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the dawn of time? This is the dawn of time. It's ad revenue, buddy. Live sports do good in television, and... WWE's number one revenue stream is still TV deals, so they signed a big, nice, long one with um, NBC Universal for three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown a week, so they could get lots of advertising dollars inside of that too. Um, part of the reason they did this because I mean, capitalism is garbage and turns everything we love and everything good into nightmares, right? For the sake of money. Um, is they're kind of pumping up their bank accounts because it was sort of a hedge against they didn't know if the, the streaming network thing was going to work. And the network did work, and it's its number two revenue stream, but it is still the number two revenue stream. So until 
more people subscribe to the network and don't watch TV, we're going to have a million hours of stuff on television every week. Yes. Um, or ratings will continue to climb as they send yes. AJ Styles over to Raw and well, send Sami Zayn over to SmackDown along with Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, alright. Well, look. I kind of hated it, but Styles on Raw would be good because he's he's done... I don't want to see him do anything else on SmackDown because he'd go down. You know what I mean? Like, let him go over to Raw. Let him play with the Bullet Club and Finn. Bring me Sammy to SmackDown because Sammy needs SmackDown. SmackDown needs Sammy. And by God, fucking put Shinsuke on the good show. Shinsuke is going to go to Raw, and the reason why is because of merch. But if if SmackDown keeps climbing in the ratings, then at what point does it matter? What's this A show, B show perception? What does that make a difference? Um, Vince apparently has more influence over Raw. Mm, ah, Vince probably has some horrible fucking idea for Shinsuke. Hello, Hirohito number two. Oh, who is this Shinsuke? <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamuri. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, he sounds like a great lower mid car. Oh, God, you don't make I've me cry. I've got a great idea. I want to die. Let's make him tag team with Titus O'Neil. <laughs> They'll be cute burglars. <laughs> don't don't do this to me. <laughs> They'll no. be cat burglars. It'll be great. What do you think, Shane? Uh, 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 please love me, Dad. Anything for your approval, Dad. <laughs> well, I, that, that's not really what I wanted you to say. Try again, Shane. Um, <laughs> uh, don't fucking. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll make this Shinsuke Nakahuzit and Titus O'Neil burglars. And they'll feud against the fashion police. Copyright Stephen Larson. Copyright Stephen Larson. And feud against the villains. Okay, truth, I want more villains on my television, but you know, we'll get to that. Too. Yeah, see, fuck you, they're good. <laughs> you know who isn't good? The Ascension. You know who is good, though? Segway, the surf dudes with attitude that we are going to see <laughs> yes. on Southpaw, and we'll talk about when we get back from this music break. <laughs> you don't have to make it. Oh. I'm going to put it in in editing. Oh. Yeah. You think podcasts are magic? The future is now. It's the Southpaw Wrestling. Um, do you want to describe what it is first or how good it is? Um, first. Because I want to say, I don't know if like if we actually explain what it is. Like, I don't know if people, if people knew that going in, would they give it a chance? Tell it to them. Okay. Give so, them a straight dope. Okay, straight N- dope. By, by us, we're, we're journalists with integrity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, in the interest of keeping it 100, um, so Southpaw Regional Wrestling 
uh, is a video series on WWE of sponsored content that they co-produced with KFC. <laughs> Woo! Woo! It's basically because they just want a Ric Flair to read off KFC ad copy. But what's actually really brilliant about it is that it is a, again, 24 episodes, probably 20, 25 minutes of goofy promos and segments and just basic all of this silly nonsense kind of done with love for the mid 80s uh, southern wrestling and if you've never watched classic mid 80s wrestling you absolutely should get in on the WWE network um, any of like the old old WCW stuff uh, world championship um, NWA fucking it's it's fun it's silly it's very goofy um, picture everything when people think of wrestling not when you think of wrestling because you're a fun good wrestling fan but when what you think people think of when they think of wrestling it's goofy big men yelling weird things at each other put it with more 80s more 80s neon and big poofy hair and everyone has a silly accent and that's what southern wrestling is and that's what Southpaw gets right it is fucking ridiculous and then add on more bits with uh, just the troubles of being on public access television. Yes, it's basically this fun spoof on public access because all wrestling back then kind of had that issue. Um, and you know what? I'll tell you this. It really lets a lot of people who are important and don't get to be have a lot of fun, like John Cena, um, have lots of goofy fun. Or Rusev, even, because he's always so deathly serious and he's a fucking goofy farmer in this. Um, and it lets goofy guys get to have fun and be things like the Ascension get to be a, a one weird segment, uh, announcing the hype of surf dudes with attitudes. Um, and the bullet club gets to finally do what made them great as bullet club. Colin. Oh, what made bullet club work in, 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 uh, new Japan is that they were a weird throwback to Southern booking in a completely foreign environment with all of the cheating and this nonsense and the goofy bullshit that they did. So the fact that they get to do goofy bullshit now, this is exactly why I fell in love with Bullet Club in the first place. It's amazing. Uh, Doc Gallows, sorry, Luke Gallows gets to be his uh, a version of Sex Ferguson, and it's hilarious. And again, it's like 20 minutes, um, and you can listen to Ric Flair talk about uh, KFC or the Southern Gold, Georgia Gold. Oh, and John Cena as Lance Catamaran. Lance Catamaran. Uh, all of those guys... was a former news anchor from Upper Utica. Upper, Upper Utica for six weeks. <laughs> um, so, you know what I know? What this thing taught me is that Cena and Chris Jericho are, are huge fucking hams. Oh, they're the hammiest. They're the hammiest hams. And I didn't notice it in wrestling because it's such a hammy thing, but like... Good God, are they hammy. You know, and, and all this to say, like, because I, I guess we can wrap it up with this. Just watch it, because, like, we're being really unfunny for something that is, like, way funnier than what well, we're I can't right now. I can't explain the jokes. I'm trying mm. to contextualize it, because... So, basically, just fucking watch it, because it's, like, 20 minutes total. Four episodes, it's on YouTube. Dude, I want to get the Southpaw Regional Wrestling shirt. And that's the thing. They, like... It, this makes me more interested in a bunch of goofs that I haven't in a long time, and it was a bit of fucking spawn con. So what the fuck, man? 
And also, they're going to make money on those fucking t-shirts. Everything about it is a pitch-perfect parody. Rusev fucking corpsing as Big Bartholomew. That was fucking great. (laughs) You thought Daniel Bryan was bad. (laughs) Rusev just couldn't fucking keep it together. I just want to know who the sea creature was. Who was the sea creature? It had to have been Baron Corbin. Who was the fucking luchador? We'll never know. Tom Phillips. It's the Tom Spiracy. It, it had to have been Tom Phillips because it was somebody taller. Nobody else is that tall. <laughs> it's Tom Phillips. Hashtag Tom Spiracy. Ask questions. Anyway, uh, I guess uh, we'll take a small break and then be back to you with a list. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-dum. talking about so the mystery list oh fuck list time yeah sorry sorry the list um so what we're going to talk about now is we're going to list our top three uh favorite and least favorite finishers uh within wrestling because why not we're basic ass bitches because yeah uh, the one twist to this is that we haven't told each other uh what our choices are we may have some overlap and we may uh exclaim son of a bitch at each other let's see if we agree or disagree because like i mean if it works works for buzzfeed it's gonna work for us (laughs) um goes to buzzfeed okay um colin you go first all right. Your number three most hated finisher. My number three most hated finisher. Um, Edge's spear. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What? Why is his... Okay, everyone, everyone talks shit about Edge's spear. But, like, if a six-foot-three man tackled you, I don't care if he's kind of, like, lanky and not, like, super jacked like Edge was, he'll still fucking it'll hurt. It's it's not a matter of it hurting or not. It's a matter of, like, it's just a lanky guy tackling you and that is this great finisher? No. Like, uh, see, I could buy it if, like, Goldberg spears me. Or, like, even Big Show, because it's like being hit by a flying bus. No one remembers that episode, and we've and, quoted that for a decade now. <laughs> Any fucking, uh, like, hoss actually spearing somebody is like, oh, that's intense. But, like, some lanky, you know, slithery fuck, like, he should have a submission finisher. Disagree. Disagree. Edge's, okay. Edge's spear is okay. It's not, it's, not. It, it's not the best spear, but it isn't the worst spear. Do you know who has the worst spear? Who? Do I really have to tell you this? Roman Reigns? No, actually, Roman's pretty good, too, because he's a football guy, so he tackles pretty good. Who has the worst spear? Uh, I don't know. I think Hornswoggle did once one time. Because, oh. see, even Rhino's... Rhino's is believable as, like... but it's Because it's a short squat guy tackling Exactly, you. but Edge's doesn't work. It's just a lanky Listen, fuck. listen. You take Rhino, who's a short little squat dude, and then just, like, squeeze him in on the sides... And then he he grows taller, and that's Edge. It's the same amount of like mass hitting you. It just looks less good. Yeah, of... but yeah, and then he like ruined himself because of that finisher. Yeah, well, because he wasn't the right guy to be doing that. Well, he fucking tackled his his head straight on into Brodus Clay's gut, and he's because Brodus Clay sucked. 
Dumb. Conflicted. We cannot come to a consensus on that. Okay, so then what's your number three? The Overdrive. Okay. You don't remember the Overdrive? The Overdrive. Of course you don't remember this because it was both uh, Randy Orton's and Carlito's first finishers. Oh, that and they garbage both, one. And they both wisely abandoned it. Okay. Oh, that so one's bend garbage. over, bend over like you're going to take, um, uh, you know, whatever. Bend over at your knees. And then the leg over I'm gonna the shoulders. Put, I'm going to put my leg over the back of your neck so your neck is in the crook of my right knee. I'm going to grab you by the left arm and then swing and make you flip such that I fall over on my gut. And then uh, your neck hits my knee, which hits the ground, and this is somehow supposed to be a finisher. It has, like, no. a cool sort of setup and, like, pendulum effect to it, but it, like... The second you think about it in like even in like I have to believe all this fake shit is real wrestling terms, it's dumb bullshit. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. If you've never seen it, just try to picture it by how I explained it. Your head will hurt and that's exactly what happens every time you watch someone do it in real life. Yep. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. Your one. number three favorite. Number three favorite? Um, so I said um which he hasn't used this in WWE, but I know that he's ended some matches with this shit. Oh, you son of a bitch. You're um, going to say it. The I spiral know. tap. Oh, okay. That's not what I was expecting. What? What did you expect? Uh, we'll get to it later. Okay. Um, AJ style spiral tap. AJ style spiral tap. It's like a cool, it is beautiful. It is very beautiful. It's, it's a, art. Like it's a jump. It's like jump into a flippy, twisty, diving leg drop thing. It's very pretty. It's yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, that's one of those pure, awesome, indie-style, work-rate, flippy-do, spot-monkey yes. finishes. That's great. And, yeah, I, I, I love it. Go look it up sometime. It's yeah. very nice. Uh, I can't fight you there. Uh, my number three. Yeah. It's the Styles Clash. Oh. I know. See, I actually... um, I used to like the Styles Clash, but my problem with it is... Yes. It's broken too many necks, number one. How is that a negative? <laughs> it's um, a shoot fighting move. But number two, it takes so long to fucking set it up because he has to like awkwardly step over their arms. Well, okay. Yeah. Like that setup right there makes it. And I mean, I'm going to be a hypocrite for what my number two is when we get to that. But, um, but it's just, it's more awkward than what that is going to be. Okay. Like, because yeah. this is just that awkward, like, step over the arms like, to I'm finally I'm going to powerbomb you, but you're going to, like, lay down and then step over the arms, and then I have to do a belly flop with exactly. you. Exactly. Um, I like it because it's so weird. It's it's out of the ordinary. It's very out of the ordinary. It is definitely something that, like, he thought long and hard about, you know? Uh, downsides, why it's only number three, it looks fucking terrible and is basically impossible to do on anyone much bigger than AJ Styles. And AJ Styles is not a big man. No, he's not a big man. Like, so it's cool. It's cool when you see it again, go look at it, go watch it. It's fun, but it's only number three. Yes. Number two, least favorite finisher, Colin. My number two least favorite finisher. I've, I've actually got two here, but even though they're different in terms of like the body part that's it, it's the same general idea, right? So I said the people's elbow slash five knuckle shuffle. So you like the worm. Um, and the worm as well would be. Okay. So it's just a regular move just built up with theatrics. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'm just like, uh, 
but specifically those two, people's elbow slash five knuckle shuffle are just like, man, there's such a huge di- number one. It's five knuckle shuffle. That's not PG. Um, yeah, that- of everything they made Cena stop calling, like he, it's not the fu anymore. It's not the stfu. But they let the, the the masturbation jokes stay for a decade plus. Yeah. They, they, they're they just going to leave that alone. Kids grew up not knowing what the five-knuckle shuffle was. And when they found out it's a it's a masturbation joke, they're like, Does, John, how could you do that to me? You know, and... Yeah. I, but yeah. It's just a regular move. Yeah, well, okay. Again, this is where you should... I mean, I know you appreciate this as a performer, but wrestling is all about telegraphing and symbols and setting up your move and letting the audience know what's coming next. So, like, you the know, theatrics... I get it. And, and I'm going to tell you what's probably on neither of our lists. What? Um, And it's something that has really bothered me lately. Uh, So, the RKO. Yeah. The RKO is a move that, like... To me, like, they talk about the RKO out of nowhere. Like, it is now a meme because it's a sneak attack right now. Basically. And uh, what's pissing me off about it is that th- over and over and over again, it's he always does that little uh, hanging, his the, snaky the draping, thingy, yeah. the draping DDT, and then he crawls walks around away, on his fists. And then he crawls around on his fists yeah, and he bangs walks away the and fucking, it, yeah. he bangs the fucking ring and then comes up and tries to do an RKO. Like, he projects the fuck out of it. Colin... Because what? wrestling is about call and response. I I'm aware, but still, it's just if it's about the RKO out of nowhere, does that shouldn't d- it? do these do these moves break your verisimilitude? Yes, I understand. Can you spell that word for me? B e r i s i m o. Fuck you. My number two, Colin. Do you remember the wasteland? No. Wade Barrett's first finisher? Who? No, I'm just... Who? <laughs> okay, so, boys, I think we all remember the, uh, the, the attitude adjustment, the FU, as it was once known. A, f- a uh, fireman's fall- carryover slam. I'm going to put you up on my shoulders, and I'm going to throw you from uh, end over end, okay? Imagine a big guy's doing that. He's holding you over his shoulders, but instead of, like, throwing you, like, it's a reverse Samoan drop, basically. Oh. Where instead of, like, I've got you on my shoulders, and instead of I'm going to fall onto our backs, I'm going to throw you over my head. He, like, grabs you, bends over, and just boom. So it's just a drop. It's, it's a drop. It's like a gorilla press, but without the actual lift. Well, but the, well, no, it's, well, gorilla press goes behind you generally. Mm-hmm. Just like watch it, like he he's gonna I'm, grab you. I'm watching it right now. He so he's doing you? it on Kofi. Yeah, and Kofi's okay. clapping. So Kofi's clapping, and then he's gonna grab him. Just fast forward it through a little bit because yeah, yeah. the, the the click. Well, this is the, this is happening in like 30 seconds. Okay, well like right so, now there there it is. He jumped on his shoulders, and then he grabs him, and then he grabs him, and then he just puts him down. That that's it. That's it. And like I get it. How there's, does that get a three count? There's something fun about like the bluntness of the move but it's yeah. the wrong kind of bluntness like it it's like you're expecting so much more and then there's like no twists no flips you just like fall down yeah it's very underwhelming doesn't work for me in a sport of big giant nonsense that move is uh too simple and it's still somehow kind of wildly impractical yeah okay favorite number two so 
I got a few things here, um, and like, there are a few things kind of competing for me in this, and uh, I decided to go with my gut. I'll first say my honorable mentions, though, for number two. Oh, come on. That's not how this works. I, I, I just want to point them out, and like, we won't talk about No, them. this is not how the Olympics works. One person wins, one person only sort of loses, one guy barely doesn't lose, and everyone else is a fucking loser. Olympians bullshit. You lost at the Olympics. This the, this is the Olympics. Losers. So, my honorable mentions. Piece of shit. This. What? Like, I thought about don't for a minute. D- no, don't do this before I've said my thing. Okay. Okay. Let's do this after we've named our thing so we don't... You know, okay, cannibalize so, each other's so, selection. So, so, we, that, so we don't overlap. Okay. I'm sorry. So I had a few things here and I had to go with my gut, right? Is it the and big slam jam No. That's number one. <laughs> no. Um, I'm sorry. I'm doggo. I'm doing you the big slam jam Had to be done. Had to be done, friend. My sorry. Um, so. <laughs> Good meme. Uh, th- I, I had to put it here. Um, the unprettier. Wait, favorite or least? Are we on favorites or least? Favorite. Okay, good. Sorry, I was about to. I was about to fight you. Yeah, no, we're favorite. So second favorite, the unprettier. Okay, okay. Number one, that is a great name. It is a great name. It was very like, I like. Mm, mm, yes, yes. It's a little, um, weird to think that he took it from a TLC song. Yeah. <laughs> in the year he was still calling it the unprettier in the year twenty sixteen. But it's a good name. Well, and, and like when he was wrestling, he called it something else. Didn't and, they call it like the kill switch or something? The kills. Well, yeah, that was his recent comeback. Yeah. But like, yeah, back when he created it, Christian called it the unprettier and I always liked it. I'm number one. I love that name. Yes. And number two, uh, just, it is complicated the, nonsense. Yes. And, <laughs> and it's, it's good. It's awkward. Yep. Like it's an awkward setup and all that, but it's still just beautiful. Like to me, that that's something that works because styles clash for some reason. It's just, it's a little bit too awkward and a little bit too drawn out. This could actually be done quickly. Like where he does the, you no. know, see it can't. The reason why the styles class works for me more is that you're holding somebody up. So they like, don't have their own ability. Like the unprettier, yeah. you have to twist with them. Like, well, you have to do opposite pirouettes. <laughs> like, it's a problem. But he figured out a way to, like, you know, where he's standing. Yeah, where he's standing in front of them with his back to them, and then suddenly links arms. It's like, like you're you're bending over with your arms out. He's bending backwards over your head with his arms linked under you. Mm. So it's a weird setup. But once he hits it, it looks like it fucking hurts. Well, there's a way that he does it where he just immediately whips it out. And then there's this other way. And I kind of like it on some of these Well, spots. yes, because he's wearing tights. All he has yeah. to do is pull out his penis. And it's like, ha ha, unprettier. Ha, this um, shit's unpretty. But unsh. So, but he's done it a few, like, kind of like the walls of Jericho where, like, there's that mid twist where it's yeah, like, oh, is yeah. he going to do it? Is uh, he gonna do there's it? a quick way to do it and yeah. cut through all the and bullshit then, And then the slow and painful way, you know, where it's like, is it going to happen? Is it going to what would happen? Which is nice. Um... Anyway, what's your number two? My Favorite. number two is the diving double stomp. So, I that that was gonna be one of my uh, oh shit! I knew we'd get close. That's gonna be one of my honorable mentions. So the coup de gras, the coup de gras, the warrior's way, whatever you want to call it, from whoever produced it. Because this is one of the few moves that like you can't fucking work. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and this is not this is not bullshit here. A guy literally jumps off the turnbuckle and stomps you in the chest. Like the trick is he like immediately like throws his weight off his heels so like he falls like his ass falls on you or whatever. Yep. But a man is literally jumping on you fucking stomping on you from the turnbuckle. It always looks intense. There's obviously a way to work it, but it always looks like I still can't figure it out. Yeah, um it's it's really good. And it's a good little guy move that anyone can use. Like it, that's a that's one that like can play up sizes, you know what I mean? Right. And you don't um, have to lift anybody, you don't have to throw anybody. And you know uh Finn what I've liked about that is that he's been using that double stomp and like the drop kick yep. in like such a way that it seems like his entire move set is based around the coup de gras. Yep. Which is really cool. It's logical. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, everything kind of hints around that finisher. Yep. So it's all there's always that nice storytelling. Um <laughs> and it was really nice in that it's kind of unfortunate because it was just not a good match because of the crowd. But Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor was actually a good match. Yep. Um and there was good storytelling in like, oh, is he gonna do the finisher? Is he gonna do the finisher? Is he gonna do it? And then he finally did. And then we went, Holy shit, Finn Balor won. Yep. Um it's good. It's a good-ass finisher. Come back, Finn. We need you. Alrighty, so number one least your favorite. Your least favorite finisher of all time. I cannot wait. My least I, It's going to be a good one. I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my boner. So my number one least favorite uh, finisher would be Hulk Hogan's Atomic Leg Drop. Okay. Uh... You know why? This is a man who line after line talks about his 24-inch pythons. Okay. Who talks about his arms. His biggest arms, he's going to... The the world's going to crack and the oceans are going to flood and he's going to save himself. Yes. And yeah. And then his finisher problems. is a leg, leg drop. drop. Yes. Well, uh, you'll, you'll note that Hulk Hogan did the axe bomber in Japan and shoot knocked out a man. Yeah. Shut up, nerd. That happened. I mean, that did happen. But yes, Hulk, Hulk was an idiot and like didn't just hit people with his big stupid arms. 24 inch pythons. And no, instead he decided to destroy his hips slowly over 30 years. Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense to like, I don't know, like for Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan to trade finishers? If that means Hulk Hogan would have died first and Randy Savage were still with us, yes. Yes. But Hulk Hogan could still be racist. Well, but then Randy would have still been beating Miss Elizabeth. Um, no. Oh, conundrum. Okay, uh, it's uh, moral quandaries. Um, uh, Death of the Author. Anyway, number one. Number one. Least favorite finisher. My least, least, least favorite finisher. And, um... It's sorry because the dude was apparently a cool dude, and I'm sad he's not actually with us. Uh, but uh, Umaga and the Simone Spike was okay. a piece of trash. Yes. Do you fight me on this? No, it was pretty much garbage. Okay, it's a big, big, big old, big old fat, fat man. A big fat Samoan man is going to run at you, and he's going to run at you, and he's going to stab you in the throat with his thumb. And I'm like, that would break his thumb. Each and every time. Yes. <laughs> no. That's worse than a clothesline. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is bullshit. That is worse than a clothesline. And, um... Don't throw yourself on him. Don't throw people around. Nope, I'm gonna poke it. Oh, see? Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. did it to you. Yeah. And you're not dead. Yeah. Um, you know, my least... Uh, so, I, I have some dishonorable mentions. Sure. Um, 
My dishonorable mentions would be uh, the KO punch from Big Show. There you go. Give me a too sweet. That made mine too. Too, too sweet. sweet. And then um, also uh, the lariat slash clothesline from hell. Okay. See, if you if somebody, mm, I don't necessarily agree with this. That depends on how they sell it. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the problem is that you got to get somebody who's really good at selling it. Okay. Like, well, it's a two man thing. Like I never liked JBLs because he just run and swing his arm. Like, like Stan fucking Hansen would just like kill a man with it. But that's, yeah. you know, like he was actually hurting people cause it was Japan in the eighties. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> but like if a guy like just fucking kills a dude with it, it looks cool. I'm fine with that. You want to know? I'm going to have one dishonorable mention here, and yes. it hurts my heart because it's probably one of the most Dallas finishers there's ever been in wrestling. Yes. But the Iron Claw is kind of garbage. Oh, you son of a I bitch. know. I'm so sorry. I hate to do this. I hate to piss on the legacy of the Von Erichs. Dallas's very own first I family of wrestling. love the Mandible Claw and the Iron Claw. and My problem with the Iron Claw is this. What? And the mandible claw works because everyone has a mouth. Maybe this is news to you. Everyone has mouths. And all I have to do is shove a couple fingers in it and, like, pull your jaw. That would probably hurt. Sure, whatever. Um, the iron claw requires somebody to grab somebody's face and squeeze. And uh, once you start putting in the dynamics of somebody's hand size to the faces, uh, to the size of their face other people's faces it gets weird it gets weird because like do you really have enough uh tensile strength between your thumb and your pinky to hurt yourself much less anyone else i think that you're thinking way too hard about this when really it's kind of like the clothesline from hell like it's about how the other person sells it uh yes but i can i can more easily believe a big ass man just kind of shoved hit you with his big big biceps than Somebody squeezing your face real good. Yeah, no, I love I love the Iron Claw. I do too, but it's not a good move. <laughs> then how gonna be your least favorite? I said it's a dishonorable mention. It didn't oh, make yeah. it did not make my top list of dis least favorites. Okay. So it's even better than my least favorites. So number one Your number one favorite finisher. You know what? You son of a bitch. Don't what? you do it. Don't you do it. You're going to take it. You're, I have, I have, I can just feel it. I can feel it. You're going to say my thing. You're still my thunder. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. Do you know what I'm thinking? I think I know what you're thinking. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm not going to say that. Okay. What are you going to say? I'm actually going to say something you're totally going to disagree with and you're going to be like, shut up, shut the fuck up, you Mark. Okay. Go ahead. The Triple H pedigree. Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> stupid fucking bullshit Mark. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. That's actually an okay move. Yeah. You know what's better? What? The Pepsi Plunge. <laughs> and you know what? That falls under it, too. Okay. It so double double underhook face busters. Yes. Um, Which is actually very similar to the Unprettier, frankly. Yes, it is. Yeah. It kind of is. It's yeah. basically... It's, it's a, a double variation. underhook face buster. You like your face busters. I You do. like busting faces. Yes. No, it's really cool. They always look impactful because I'm going to throw a man down... And oh, what, uh, I'm I'm gonna hold his arm so he can't stop his fall. Is like oh, specifically fuck. H back in the day did this thing uh, during Ruthless Aggression and probably a little bit before that too because he was around when, the early days when he did that pedigree and you know just boom uh, onto the ground like he always did this thing on his knees where he kind of took this breath afterwards yeah 
this like breath of that's done you know it was yeah. almost this mark of like yeah. the match is over yeah when he when he does it and it's very surprisingly protected yeah as a finisher yeah no that's cool uh, he'd also do this thing I forget what jobber took it but where he'd do like a spike one where the guy very clearly hit his head first than the rest of his body it was like very literally oh. H had like wedged his skull in between his knees is very intense Whoa. but no that's okay you're still a you're still a fucking stupid mark but that's a pretty okay move I love that move. It's part of why... It's kind of funny, because H did a lot of things that I hated, but the reason why he's one of my favorites is because of his moveset. I love the running knees. I love his spine buster. Um, I love his pedigree. Okay. I like it. It's a pretty good pedigree, but I also... Again, I also like the Pepsi Plunge, and I always like the Angel Wings, so... Yes. I always enjoy Double Underhook Face Busters. All right. My number one favorite. Uh-huh. Do you really know what I'm going to say right now? You think you have a good feeling? I'm pretty sure. All right. Meltzer Driver! <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you thought? No. What'd you think? <laughs> Random Maker! Uh, <laughs> Rainmaker's really good. Uh, Meltzer Driver. Um, well, that's also sort of cheating because it's a two-man deal. Yeah. Okay, you want a one-person finish? Yeah. Canadian Destroyer! So that was literally my honorable mention. Okay, the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, that's fun because it's basically, hey, you do a backflip and I'm gonna, uh, I'm, you're gonna take me on a ride. Yeah, it's it's pretty beautiful. Yeah, it, but it looks so fucking preposterous when you see it. It's like, oh my god, that guy jumps and then does a flip pile driver. I almost said Canadian Destroyer instead of Unprettier. Yeah. Um... But I just, I had to go with my gut there. And, you know, it's like Petey Williams had yeah. some really good moments with the Canadians. Oh, hell yeah, dude. There's a lot of good times with that. Um, I can't believe that I just remembered him. Oh, yeah. He's the Canadian. Um, well, I mean, that was his thing. He had, he was, he, he was like one of those, I have an amazing finisher guys. And that's kind of all he did. He was a little Scott Steiner for a while. But again, yeah. TNA was very well, bad company. And holy shit, like. All the Canadian destroyers that are happening in New Japan right now, just left and right from all of these different guys. Mm. It's a very cool move. Check it out sometime. Uh, so I'll go ahead and just explain. My honorable mention is the Meltzer Driver, which is... Um, if you had one guy doing a Tombstone pile driver and the other guy doing a Canadian Destroyer, it's like completely fucking insane. I really can't explain it. Um... But somebody flips off of the ropes and helps another guy tombstone pile drive it, dude. It's really intense. But that's a tag team finish. But it's probably the greatest thing ever to come out of professional wrestling. It's it's pretty beautiful. What's your uh what's your other honorable mentions? <laughs> um so you know, the, it's kind of funny because it's a terrible you know, thematically um, it fits and to me it makes a lot of sense huh. when they have the full group and like it's a terrible group oh shit I know exactly what you're gonna say you don't wanna say I know what you're gonna say the spirit squad yeah the, fucking, I don't think that the, move ever got a name it, I don't think it ever did but actually no like that's great because when all of them are together and they fucking toss you way up into the air and then you land like th so, that'll fuck you up no like a bunch of male cheerleaders 
I mean, there's a fifth one, and he doesn't do anything but just flick your head. But four guys grab one. Uh, four guys grab each of your limbs and just throw you fucking straight up in the air. Like, that's a shitty back bump, my friend. That is legit. I'll give you that. I almost I had thought about that. The spirit squad, whatever, magic. I wrote it down as spirit bomb. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a spirit bomb. Um, do you have any more you want to say? Because I got one last. Um, the Kevin Owens pop up on the apron. That's fun. Uh, the apron. Well, that's just a regular power bomb. There's no real pop. Well, it's sort of a pop up too. Whatever. The pop ups really more of a setup. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Apron power bombs always suck. Um, I'm still, specifically the Kevin Owens. One. I'm still partial to the package pile driver. But um, that's I, not that's not my honorable mention. Any sit down uh power bomb I hate. Fuck Batista bombs. Oh, fuck you. That was fuck. good. No. Sit down power bombs are garbage. The garbage. Um, honorable mention, we didn't talk about the go to sleep, but the go to sleep is a good move. Uh, when, um, uh, I don't like it when CM Punk does it. Uh, well, okay. Pretend like I said it was Kenta's CM Punk, or Kenta's CM Punk. It was Kenta's go to sleep. Uh, yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just throw you up and, oh, I'm not doing a wasteland. I'm going to knee you in your goddamn face when you crash down. It's pretty intense. It's a hell of a way to end a match. And I think a hell of a way to end the show, Colin. And uh, what about, what about like, the one-winged angel from Damo? That's, oh. Oh, <laughs> you swerved me. Ooh. Oh, a big fat man. A big fat man's going to uh, steal somebody else's move. Um, Damo, why don't you steal somebody's clothes? Cover up that big of, hairy, doughy body. Of speaking yours. of uh, bigger entities stealing things from smaller entities, well, you tried. That was yeah. most of a segue. WWE may buy out Ring of Honor. Fuck, we got too many alarms. It's the news break alarm, I guess. At the end of the show here, yeah. Um. Rumors say that WWE is in discussions with Sinclair Broadcasting Group to buy out Ring of Honor. This would be awesome. That'd I'm be excited nice. at the prospect. That'd be real nice. That'd be really nice because you could get Ring of Honor on the WWE Network, which they need more wrestling content that is actually not WWE. Um, you could also have a direct line with basically what has been the most influential independent wrestling organization since the early 2000s more big name guys have come into WWE from Ring of Honor than any other independent organization and they basically like have to bend over themselves and make weird things to not mention them mm -hmm. so like the fact let's just bring them in line let's just bring them in house so there's no question of can we get the Young Bucks can we get Jay Lethal? Can we get Adam Cole? Can we get all these good people? Can we get Dalton Castle? By God, get Dalton Castle, please. They're there. They're there, and they're on the network. You can go fun, have them fun watching them right now. You can have the backlog of all these great matches, and um, they still have to pretend like CM Punk never existed, but at least they'll own yeah. the tape library and can destroy it. Woo! Yay. Well, I think um, I'm excited by this idea. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the spiel there. So uh yeah and and anything else newsworthy? No, I don't know. Do you do you think do you think do you have any other thoughts on the Ring of Honor thing? Uh no, not really. Um uh 
so I, I, I guess we'll begin our sign-off here. I suppose we'll take a long rolling sign-off here. Just going to stretch it out. So uh, this is the uh, uh, Fight Forever podcast. This is Fight Forever. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this show, thank you. Please keep, Thanks. please like, comment, and subscribe. Um, if you want to show us a little love, maybe a five-star review, write something on iTunes. You know how this shit goes. Tell a wrestling friend if you think we're funny. Um, if you like wrestling, tell another wrestling friend. Um, we're on Twitter at Fight Forever Pod. Colin doesn't really tweet. We're sorry. No, I'll, I'll try more. We're on Facebook at Fight Forever Pod. I post more on that. Yeah. Um, but listen to us here. Just follow us on that shit. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say? The music, uh, our intertitle music, is uh, by Mo Goodley. And this, the ending credit theme is by Redwire. Welling up under the sound of our voices is probably at this point is Redwire. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've got anything else. Colin, we need a, we need a catchy sign-off. All right. Well, uh... Let's, let's just reintroduce ourselves, right? I'm Zach. And I'm surprised to see Xavier Woods' penis. Uh, I'm not. Oh. I was, um... Okay, now I am. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> Brad Maddox. Watched him fuck his girlfriend. <laughs>